Asher Demetz has broken into and hacked into countless companies as part of the penetration testing he does as security consulting senior manager at SunGuard AS. From that work, Asher not only has incredible stories, but also real world advice on how to harden your physical and digital security to increase overall business resilience. I'm your host, Brian Fawcett, and this is IT Availability Now, the show that tells stories of business resilience from the people who keep the digital world available. Today, we're going to hear from Asher about one of his pen testing exploits, and then we'll dig a little deeper into how he did it and what we can all learn from it. Here's Asher. So we had an on-site client engagement to test uh, physical security and technical security uh, of the company. Uh, Before we ever go on site with the company to do any security testing, the first thing we're going to do is do a full reconnaissance uh, as much as we can utilizing Google, Google Maps. We'll look for building plans, uh, all the information we possibly can get. We can go very detailed uh, where we can um, create badges, work orders, things like that if needed, if needed. In this occasion, um, I found a lot of information on the client and arrived on site. And when I arrived on site, uh, I did a loop of the building, uh, checking for car placements, where cars are placed and where they're grouped. A lot of cars might be grouped at a particular entrance, um, uh, or exit. And this just indicates that this is where the majority of employees, uh, like to enter and exit. So that can be a very good location to try and gain physical entry. One of the things I noticed is that there was quite good physical security at this location. And in this location, there were two security guards outside of the building. Usually they'll be inside. This time they're outside and they were on golf carts doing a loop of the building. One going clockwise and the other going anti-clockwise. So the first thing I wanted to do is just get an idea of the timing of the security guards to make sure I understood how long it took them to go around uh, so I could make my way into the building without being caught or questions. As I was doing the timing, uh, I caught the eye of one of them and smiled and waved and he smiled and waved back and continued on his way. And I'm timing one, two, three, getting the, the exact time and how long it took the security guards to make their loop. And once I discovered that information, I had a good idea. Uh, I knew it was time to uh, make my play into the building. Now, the particular time I'm going to uh, really try and get in the building will usually be just after five, because no matter how well trained employees are in security awareness, uh, they generally just want to go home. So. Just after five is a really good time to uh, try and get into a building. Side entrances can be great because there's not going to be uh, necessarily a security guard there. Uh, There might be a receptionist. And we don't really want to go in when lots of people are leaving because it's too conspicuous. And we don't want to go in when there's too few people leaving. Just the right amount of people that might be exiting and that will enable us to just grab the door and head in. Well, with my timing and my awareness of which entrance to go into, exited my car and made my way up the path and stood outside uh, the 
uh, the side uh, entrance exit, but nobody was coming out. And the timer was going down and 10, nine, eight, seven, no one's coming out, six, five, four, three. And thank God somebody popped out, came out, but I couldn't just jump in to that entrance right there and then it would just be too conspicuous. So I gave it an extra second, two, one, popped in before the security guard came around the corner on his golf cart. And now I'm in the building, I made my way in, found a conference room that was empty, took it over and plugged in to do my technical testing without anybody knowing or having any suspicion that somebody had just broken into the building. Asher, thanks for joining us and sharing that story. Happy to be here. So one of the first things that strikes me is that for all this physical security at this office, from the guards circling the building to, to the locked doors, you still managed to get in. What went wrong in their security? Well, what I generally find is that uh, companies put too much responsibility on employees. And when it's the end of the day, no matter how well-trained employees are in security awareness, people just want to go home and they're going to be more lax in people letting people in the door or just not asking if they can help them. And all it takes is one person to crack the security. Now, in this location, uh, in this story, the security guards really went above and beyond what I typically see at a lot of businesses in the Western world. And in that that they were on the outside of the building circling on the golf carts. But ultimately, there was a big enough gap for anyone to get through. Now, companies that want to keep intruders out, they need a layered security approach, layered security systems in place that don't rely on any single employee or any single line of defense to keep them secure. And then once you got into the building, you were quickly able to find all the vulnerabilities in their network through the, the vulnerability scanner. How were you able to do that? Yes, indeed. Well, the vulnerability scanner that they were using had a well-known vulnerability in it that I was able to exploit. I was just sitting there on the network uh, and noticed this system and noticed that it was unpatched. And from there, I was able to find additional vulnerabilities that gave me easy access to the rest of the systems on their network. So what could this company have done differently to, to prevent this kind of attack? What, what would be your recommendations? Well, to start with, a lot of companies tend to buy expensive equipment and tools for security, thinking that's what's going to keep them safe, just buying some expensive tool uh, and putting the, the budgets there. But at the same time, what they really ignore is the basics. And these are things like the, the patching, the strong passwords, multi-factor authentication, the real basic essential elements that a company needs to focus on to keep them secure. And you know, they sound boring, uh, they're heavily repeated, but uh, I would have had a much tougher time getting into the network if they had have patched effectively, used multi-factor authentication on, on sensitive systems uh, and these basic uh, elements. Now, Security tools and systems, they can really be useful, but only after you've covered the basics first. Um, and what it really starts with is uh, direction and buy-in from somebody like the CIO or the CISO. There needs to be uh, a policy in place. 
it needs to be supported by the uh, the C-suite employee, like the CIO or the CISO. Uh, it needs to have the, the teeth behind it, the support behind it uh, from that layer. No, so people know that it, it is important. It needs to have the the budget, which is really key as well, it needs to have the, the budget to support the programs like the vulnerability management program. And uh, that will give them the resources and the employees uh, so that they can fully support a proper security program. And that would have helped certainly in this case. So two of the biggest conclusions from this pen testing example were, number one, the importance of layered security. And, and avoiding any weak links, especially with the physical security. And number two, making sure you have clear policies and governance from the top down to cover the security basics that so many companies continue to ignore, yet are so important to ensuring the overall resilience of a company. Asher, thanks for joining us on the show today. It's my pleasure. Asher Demetz is Security Consulting Senior Manager at SunGuard AS. You can find the show notes for this episode at sunguardas.com slash IT availability now. Please subscribe to the show on your podcast platform of choice to get new episodes as soon as they are available. IT availability now is a production of SunGuard Availability Services. I'm your host, Brian Fawcett, and until next time, stay available. Stay available.